You are listening to The Real Happy Mom Podcast, the weekly podcast for busy working moms to get inspiration, encouragement, and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. My name is Tony Ann, and you are listening to Rewind 152. Well, can you believe it? We are now in the month of December and getting ready for the new year. It is just wild for me even to think about this, but I hope that you are doing well. I hope your family is super excited about the holidays and for the new year. I know that we are gearing up for a lot of fun activities and I will be honest with you, it is a lot going on over here in the Mayan Bay household. So I will be taking pretty much the month of December off and you will be hearing these rewind episodes where I am going back to some of my favorite episodes from 2021 and replaying these so that if you are new to the podcast, you will get to hear some of the good episodes that you may have missed. But if you've been with me for a long time, definitely want you to hear these episodes again because they're all so, so good. And today I picked episode 152 with Holly Haynes, um, my productivity fairy godmother. And the reason why I chose this one is one, it is the number one downloaded podcast episode on the Real Happy Mom podcast. And two, she shares a lot of really helpful tips in this episode. And I know that even with the holidays, I think that it would help you with getting your priorities um, in order and also helping you to have more productive days. So definitely wanted to share this one again. And I hope that you find this helpful and find a lot of the strategies and tactics that she shares helpful for you and your family. So let's go ahead and jump on into this week's episode. Well, Holly, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, yes. I am super pumped to talk to you because you are one of, I consider you like one of my time management productivity sisters out here. So (laughs) I'm excited to finally talk to you today. But before we jump into our topic, I just wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Holly Haynes and I am from Columbus, Ohio. I work full-time, um, for a nonprofit. I have a 20 year corporate strategy background. Uh, and I also have a full-time strategic coaching business along with twins, family, all the things that came this year with homeschooling. And so I like to call myself a, um, productivity fairy godmother, but my goal is really to take all of the information that I have learned helping Fortune 500 companies over the last 20 years consulting and apply it to women-owned businesses so that you can see the results that you want to see without burnout, without anxiety, without overwhelm. I promise you there is a way to do it. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, but I have come up with um, a method and a system that works for our family, which really helps us achieve that, I think, time freedom that everyone is looking for when they start a business, but they end up getting like so overwhelmed that they quit. And so I really want to make sure that you guys are doing what you love in a way that is sustainable. So that's what I do. Yes. Yes. I love it. And I love the productivity fairy godmother. I love that name. (laughs) 
Thank you. Yes. Now, being that you are the productivity fairy godmother, I know that morning times are definitely really important, at least for us moms, because I feel like that kind of starts our day. So I'm just wondering, what are some of the things that you do to structure your day so that you're more efficient um, and actually get things done that needs to be done without it being too overwhelming? Yeah. So I will say the book that changed the game for me on routine is the 5am club. I'm not going to say that you have to get up at 5am because not every person is a morning person, but what I will say is how you start your day. And if you start your day with intention will make a huge difference. So for me, the 5am club book resonated the most because it's based on scientific data of how much sleep you get and what you do Um, when you wake up so that you're setting yourself up for success um, for the day. So I really took that. And then I sort of like flipped it into my own method um, that works with a family and, you know, all the things that happen in the morning when you're a busy mom. So I will tell you that my number one tip, aside from making sure that you get um, enough sleep, which is probably a whole nother episode is wake up without distractions. So most people, I would say, you know, 95% of my clients, when I start working with them, they're like, I just get up and I start checking social media. What that does is that's letting somebody else control how you start your day. So you could log in to, let's say, Instagram and get this really motivating quote, and it could be amazing, but you could also log in and see like this, you know, picture that makes you feel kind of icky about yourself. And then you're like starting your day with this like awful feeling. So my, my number one tip is wake up without distractions and do something for yourself. So for me personally, I listen to affirmations. I actually use the think up app. It's totally free. It will write affirmations out for you. I hit play on this app while I brush my teeth and empty the dishwasher. Now it sounds like a ridiculous thing, but that just it's just the way to start my day with positivity. I'm not letting someone else control how, you know, we're going to go through the day. And then the next thing that I do is really think about, okay, what do I need to be most efficient with? So along with not checking my messages or logging on Instagram, I typically will journal and get some additional motivation and then I will dig in to my business activities. Now, the reason that I do this is one, because I also work full time, but two, I've been able to grow my business to six figures in 15 months by really focusing on, you know, one hour at a time every single morning. So tip number one, wake up without distractions. Tip number two, be efficient with your morning routine. Even if you don't have a business, like what's that one thing that you really want to get done for the day? So maybe it's a workout. Maybe it's um, reading a book. Maybe it's just doing something for yourself. Or maybe it's, you know, doing a chore that like you just haven't been able to get done forever. And it would feel amazing to get it off your list. Um, So I really sort of use my morning to work for me. So by, you know, eight o'clock, I've done that one thing that's going to set my day up for success. And I've also loaded my day up, um, with motivation, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, definitely. And I'm loving all of these steps that you've got. And especially where you're saying um, focusing on one hour at a time, because I think a lot of times what makes it so overwhelming is we're looking at like all the things yeah. that we got to do. Um, so I like that focus. Now, I, I know that you've gotten things started as far as, you know, waking up without distraction. You've been um, using the Think Up app, journaling, getting some motivation, that kind of thing. But I'm wondering, what do you do next or how do you structure your day um, from there so that you are actually working on the things that actually matter. Because let me just be real with you, Holly. Like yeah. It's all these people out there that tell you, oh, you need to be on social media. You need to be doing this on Clubhouse. Like, How do you kind of like weed through the noise and focus on what's really going to help you move yeah. forward? Well, I will say one side note, I'm not on Clubhouse because it's a huge time suck for me. Like I don't, I just don't have an hour to sit and listen to conversations for, and I think this is probably like a bonus side tip. And then I'll answer your question is I listen to podcasts because I can listen to a podcast while I clean the house or get ready or whatever that is. And I'm sure you could do that with clubhouse as well, but I try to pair things with other tasks, right? So like if you're folding laundry, you can listen to a podcast. If you're, um, you know, on a walk, you could listen to a podcast. So Side note about that. But I think, you know, to answer your question, you have to know what you want. So there are two things that I do to go into my day to know that I'm focusing on the right things. The first thing that I do is the night before. So let's just go through a, a, you know, an example. So the night before, like you're wrapping up your nine to five, or maybe you're just finishing up for the day. I sit down and really think about like, okay, what did I get done today? How did it go? And what do I have to get done tomorrow? And then I time block the next day. And I know you're a huge fan of time blocking and everyone talks about time blocking, which is amazing. And I live and die by it, but are you time blocking the right thing? So as an example, maybe you set aside business hours. So you have, you know, from six to seven, you're going to work on your business and you're like, okay, I've time blocked it. I'm good to go. But what exactly are you doing during that hour. So as an example for me, like I probably should be thinking about the next strategic step to bring in income instead of spending an hour building a Canva picture, if that makes sense. A lot of people will do busy work because it feels like they're working, but it might not be the next step that's going to move the needle. So by thinking about it the night before and really saying like, hey, what's my goal this week? Where am I at? And what do I have to do if I have 30 minutes tomorrow that's really going to help me take that next step? It's probably not spending 30 minutes making a beautiful Canva template. It might be if you have like a big launch coming up, it's probably like engaging with ideal clients and you know, whatever those, those steps might look like, which are sometimes not what we want to be doing. And so it's getting really specific in those time blocks. And so instead of saying like, okay, my business hours are going to be from six to seven, I'm going to work on my business. It's saying, okay, the first 10 minutes, I'm going to answer all of my emails. The second 20 minutes, I'm going to engage with my ideal clients. And the third 10 minutes, I'm going to research some new hashtags so that my you know, posts get seen more on Instagram, whatever that looks like. But the the theory is that you're you're much more specific. So I do that. And then the other thing that I do is I use this method, which I call the cake 
method. Now, this is really fun. It's really easy to remember. I did not make this up, but it seems to stick. So I think of my day as a three-layer cake. Everything else is sprinkles, which is kind of fun, right? Like who doesn't want to think about cake every day? So when you're thinking through what you need to get done for the next day, think of three things that you absolutely have to get done. One for me personally is typically business related. Another is usually nine to five for my corporate job. And then another one is usually personal or family related. So you'll notice that only one of them is related to my business and the other are related to other sort of pillars of my life. So I think about before I head into the next day, what are the three things that I absolutely have to get done? If I'm a list person, which I'm sure some of you are, and you have like a list of 10 things, just put them on a sprinkles list. And I literally call it sprinkles. And it's just like a brain dump of all the other things that I want to get done. But what happens is, is every day, if you're consistent with getting three things done, you're going to see faster results because you're not going to get overwhelmed because your list is like 50 things. If you happen to have more time, you have now a plan of all the other things that you want to get done. But if you get them done, you're going to feel amazing because you're like, oh, I just crossed off all my things. Now I have some free time. I have some white space. I can go for a walk. I can play with my kids. And you have this like breath of fresh air, which typically for me helps me do even more because I'm creating more white space and more downtime. So the power of three has, you know, you know, I think been proven in research of, of being a, a great number in terms of things um, to do for a list, but having that um, very specific intention with time blocks and then knowing like, Hey, I'm going to do these three things today. And if I get them done, I'm going to take a break. And if I happen to have some extra energy, I might do more, but knowing that you don't have to. Um, and the cool part is if you think of it as a cake, right? So if you have a four or five layer cake, like, and you eat that every day, you're just going to get really full. It might fall over. Like it's too big, but if you have a three layer cake, it, you know, it sits up straight, you can decorate it. It looks really nice. You can consistently, you know, continue that every day. So if you're having a day where you're like, I just have to get four things done, that's okay. But the next day, just have a smaller piece, right? Just have two layers so that you can make up and, and really incorporate that downtime um, and white space, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I am a huge advocate of three things because um, I have talked about it before, how I use a particular planner. It's the still planner and on there, it says your top three things to do. And then it yeah. has your secondary list. So it's kind of the same thing, but not as, it doesn't sound as nice and tasty and delicious as yours. Yeah. <laughs> and it's simple, right? Like yes. I'm such a huge fan of keeping it simple. So if you are like overwhelmed and you're like, I just don't know how to do this. Like, okay. What are your three things for today? Start with that and then back it up. Like tomorrow, can you plan those three things the night before? And then, you know, as a bonus, can you really think about how you want to intentionally spend your morning? Yeah, definitely. Now, I'm just wondering, you know, you mentioned having just three things, but what if we're struggling to figure out, you know, what is the real important things? Because I think a lot of times like prioritizing things can be a little bit challenging. So I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that, on how we could do better about focusing on what really matters and what's really going to move the needle. Yeah. So I teach this to my clients and what we do is we come up with what we call our personal pillars. And so most people have 
three or four personal pillars. And these are like just really important buckets that you're working out of, like as you go through life and your, your day to day. So like personal pillars for me would be like just personal wellness and mindset. Um, my business, my career, my family, those are, those are four. So those are the ones that I usually pull from each week, like at the end of the week or beginning of the week, I will pick one goal from each one of those pillars. So I will have like one goal for my nine to five. Like I have a big um, executive meeting next week. And so like, if I'm looking at my list right now, like that's my one goal for the week. And then like from a family perspective, we're just coming off off of a holiday weekend. This is our first like big week where we're all sort of back on a normal schedule. And so our goal as a family was to, you know, be consistent with schedule and then find some time to celebrate like, you know, as a family and do things together on the weekend. Um, So you can see like each pillar has its own goal. And then at the end of each day, like I talked about, I look at those goals and I say like, Hey, where am I at with this? Like, have we done this? Or like, did I even start that presentation that I am supposed to be doing? And then that helps me sort of dial it back in. Of course, there are like a million other things that I could be working on. um, But knowing sort of that, that one thing uh, at the beginning of the week for each of your, your pillars really helps you sort of find that focus. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't like brainstorm or write other ideas down, but it, it really helps you dial it in when you're trying to plan like your day-to-day activities. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I like how you're saying um, the pillars and just focusing on one thing on each one. So that definitely helps me to at least narrow the focus in. So I'm not looking at all the things. So I really like that one. Yeah. I think, you know, so often people have like 20 or 30 pillars. Like they're like, Oh, I'm going to like volunteer for the PTO and I'm going to, you know, try to work out every day and I'm going to be an amazing cook. And like, I'm not saying that you can't do all of that, but you have to dial it in so that you can see results in some of them. And then once you see those results, you can move on uh, to the other ones. So really thinking about like, what's your one goal for the week for each of those categories will then help you, um, write your cake items each day as you go through the week. Yes. Got it. Got it. Now, Holly, the one thing that I really wanted to know is like, you're like me, you got a lot of things going on as far as work and business and family and all those things. So I'm just wondering if it was like one thing that you can think of that really, really helps you to kind of keep from feeling like you're just a hot mess mom and everything's all overwhelming. Your house is burning down, that kind of feeling. (laughs) What is the one thing that you would say that like really helps you to, to keep it all together? Um, you know, I will say lately it's been spending less time on social media, which if you look at my Instagram, you're probably like, well, how's that possible? But, um, I tend to, compare a lot. Like I'm an Enneagram three. And so I always want to like have everything checked off the list. And I want, like, if somebody tells me to do something, I'm going to follow through. And if I see somebody else doing it, I'm like, Oh, I need to do that too. Like I'm always striving for that, like next thing. Um, and so for me, like it's, I need that white space. I need the, like, like I, as an example on Saturdays, I will time block literally from 10 to 8 PM, like 10 AM to 8 PM or whenever I go to bed 
and I don't have anything planned. doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything, but it's like that free space and white space. I don't get on social media. I actually share with my followers like, hey, I'm going to take a break. I'll see you on Monday. Um, And it just kind of gives my brain like a break, if that makes sense. Um, So that I'm not comparing. I'm not worrying about like what I have to post. Did I share that story? Like, where am I at? Like, oh my gosh, their house is so clean and mine's not. Um, Like it makes, it just makes such a big difference. Um, So I would say number one is social media. And then number two, I've really been digging into affirmations and mindset um, sort of resetting lately, which I used to think was kind of like a joke. I was like, really, like, how am I going to start a business by focusing on mindset? Or like, how am I going to feel better about myself by writing down like 10 affirmations a day? Um, But it's, it's really, truly helped. And I think it goes back to that morning routine where, you know, you're starting your day with how you want to start it. Right. So I'm loading myself up with motivation. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm repeating my goals. I'm revisiting my goals. I'm reminding myself, you know, that I can do all of these things. Um, and that really helps me sort of like keep my head on straight as the day goes on. I know you asked for one thing, but those are probably (laughs) the two that have helped the most. No, no, no. This was great. This was great. Cause yeah, social media, I, I love it. And at the same time, I hate it. So I'm definitely with you on that one. And I am the exact same way as far as comparing myself. I have to catch myself all the time. But you know, the thing that has been helping me, Holly, is like when I catch myself like comparing myself or like getting like kind of jealous or envious, I'm like, like, what is it that I'm like feeling like envious about? Like, is it because her house yeah. is clean? Do I want my house clean? Like, maybe I should go clean my house. Right. Because she's she's skinny and I'm not like maybe I should stop eating all these cookies all the time (laughs) yeah so it's like I have to like check myself and be like okay like what is it that you actually want that you're like you know getting kind of envious about so I've been doing that a lot too but yeah that mindset work oh Holly yeah that's another episode that's like some real true stuff right there like it really does change things so I'm glad you brought that up and yes we're we're gonna have to make another podcast episode for that one (laughs) I know I mean it like I said I didn't believe it at first because I'm such a doer and like a hustler and I'm like well just give me the thing like I'll get it done but like in reality it it's almost like doing less, but doing it with more intention Mm -hmm. and then creating that like creative space where you actually like, I, you know, as a busy mom with twins and all the things, like I used to never have a half hour to myself. And now I'm like, my morning routine is like 90 minutes to myself now. And it has like changed the game and it doesn't make sense on paper, but it makes such a huge difference. Yes. Definitely. Now, Holly, before we sign off, I just wanted you to share either some words of encouragement or a motivational quote before we signed off. Yeah. So I love, I am such a huge um, motivational quote fan. And I'll give you guys a tip when you're thinking about like your morning routine. Um, When I am on Instagram and I do see like a good quote or something, I actually save it to a folder that says motivation. So when I'm like, "Ah, I don't know if I can do it, I'll like open that folder. And it will have like all those, these amazing, um, quotes. So if you need a little bonus and you happen to get on your phone then you can look at that folder. Um, but one of my favorites is strength grows in moments where you can't go on, but you keep going anyways. And I actually have it behind me, um, on my desk because, you know, I, 
I talk a lot about consistency with my clients and and on my podcast. And there's this this fact that you know one percent of listeners or readers will actually do what you are talking about. Like one percent. That's like nothing. So if you're really thinking about like how how do I get ahead or you know, this, this woman is doing the same thing I'm doing. Like, why should I do it too? Most of the time your competition is not going to be consistent. So if you take one thing away from this episode and you actually follow through with it, you are already guaranteeing yourself success because most people won't. Um, and so I really try to like stick that in my head and say like consistency will win every time I have to show up and I'm going to show up. And, you know, this is how we're going to do it. So that's my quote. Yes, I love it. And I love the the thoughts that you gave behind that one, because that was that's really, really good. I appreciate it. So, Holly, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing all these gems with us and really helping us to get focused and a lot more productive. So I'm yeah. just wondering if there is anyone that's listening that's like, I want to hear more about Holly, what she's got going on, want to connect with you online. Where can we find you? Yeah. So the best place to find me is on Instagram. It's at Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes, or you can check out my podcast called um, Crush the Rush. And so I talk a lot about all these techniques, plus some business strategy tips, um, mixed in. And I have a productivity quiz that you can actually take. And it will tell you if you're like a procrastinating Patty or a scrolling Sally or an overthinking Olivia, and it will give you um, curated tips and strategy tips to help you. So you can grab that um, on Instagram or listen to the podcast for more. Awesome. Awesome. And I will make sure to include all of those links in the show notes. So Holly, thank you again for coming. And yes, I really, really enjoyed you and everything that you had to share.